and I do what I ought It don't happen much these days All right, this is Chris Hill. This is DJ Loop. And uh, welcome to our Humble Beer Podcast. On today's episode, we have Scott and Landon, um, who are bringing us a new festival to Knoxville in March, correct? March 2nd. March 2nd. And um, you're going to have to remind me the name of the festival again. So it's going to be the Knoxville Winter Warm-Up. The Knoxville Winter Warm-Up. Awesome. You can put Knoxville in front of it. You can take Beer Festival out from behind it. I've, uh, as much as I've said it lately, it's going to come to be known as the warm up. Uh, the warm up. Yeah. The warm up, uh, warming up from winter, warming up for spring. Nice. And yeah, we, is, we cannot you know, wait. Scott's here. He's my partner. He's helping me do it. Oh, yeah. I am here. I've, you, you were just sounding so good that I was oh, like, man. you can keep talking. Scott, I think you've been on this podcast almost more than any other guest we've had. This is right? definitely my third. I could have forgotten about more. Uh, we did uh, one with Sugar Mamas back in the day that you Way on. back in the day. That was probably like 2014 was or that, something. Was that one of the ones you're counting? Yep. So we had that one. We had the Brawny Beer Festival. Which Correct. Which was 11 months ago. Which was 11 months ago. Mm-hmm. And then today. And then today. I'm, if you'll have to, that's where I was like, you'll have to remind me if I got edited and the, into any of the other like live podcasts. I'm sure we've mentioned you like somewhere. That, yeah. And one of the Brawny Beer Festival we did twice so technically you've been on that's true that's, yeah he's, he's yeah. essentially a humble uh, humble pod uh, ready Def- definitely yeah. alum mm-hmm. honorary degree holder maybe yeah uh, for sure <laughs> and honestly the reason that i i'm even here today is because of scott because before our friendship i didn't know y'all i didn't know anybody really in knoxville yeah while i was trying to uh figure out my place and i figured out a way to combine events and uh, my friends and what I do and put it all together and you shake it up a little bit and you get uh, the winter warm-up coming March 2nd. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah, it's, uh, it's really, like I was telling you earlier, it's something that I'm pretty excited to do because really it's an adventure for me to stop having no reason to ask Scott a question about a beer because that's all I did <laughs> last year was, was asking questions about beer and probably bend his ear too much about it. But now I have a business reason to. Yeah, yeah. So, so landed on that point. Um, tell us a little bit, a bit about you. I mean, we've we've heard about Scott a few times and heard about his uh, serendipitous story of meeting DJ and <laughs> so let's talk that about adventure. That um, we'll talk about that maybe later in the podcast. Do you guys have a catalog of old podcasts? Yeah, that you might want to plug right now. Yeah, <laughs> humblebeerpod yeah, okay, Just go there, cool, cool. check it out. It's all there. But anyways, <laughs> landed seriously though. Um, t- tell us a little bit about yourself and um, and what motivated you to get this festival started. Uh, well. Knoxville and myself met in 2007 when I came from high school to here to go to college. Uh, left, went back to Memphis, had what, eight, nine, seven, eight, nine years of not being a part of Knoxville culture. And gosh, that's such, in retrospect, that's such those a mistake. Are the, those are the dark Those times. are the dark ages. This, yeah, your pre modern history degree tells <laughs> you that. Those were my dark ages. But I came back here three and a half, four years ago uh, through a girlfriend of mine. There, Still my girlfriend. Uh, but I have always been uh, enamored with events, loved events growing up, but I got an opportunity to be in events uh, via fairs, like county-style fairs. That's what I grew up doing. So we uh, still, we do uh, Charlotte, we do North, uh, North Carolina, we do Huntsville, and we have uh, one around Atlanta as well. Mm. And uh, that is what I've been 
uh, my father and I, it's family business. So okay. I do uh, advertising and uh, marketing, planning, booking. Um, you know how if anyone's ever been involved with their family doing business or trying to plan anything, they know how it really goes with that. But um, this is kind of my opportunity to be in a city I love, uh, the black sheep running away a little bit, you know, six hours, I guess, away from Memphis where the rest of my family is. Yeah. And I get an opportunity to um, put something together, put my hands on something, mold it. And that's what I'm really excited about. That's that's what I'm really looking forward to over the next few years is creating an event that uh, not only consumer loves, but the consumer can say something to me, whether that be uh, person X, Y, or Z or a friend. And I can say, oh, I can, yeah, no, that's a great idea. I can make that change. I can make this what everybody wants it to be. Uh, that's, I'm, I'm pretty consumer experience driven almost I don't know. We'll see. Not to a fault. Not to a fault. So yeah, that's. Uh, I grew up. I mean, last six years, seven years doing events, and okay. that's that's what kind of my background. Where you know, I do the event part. Scott over here. You should ask him. Yeah. Uh, well, jog people's memory on how you uh, how you came into this bit. Oh, so uh, Land and I met 2013 at Forecastle Music Festival. We both met ladies there. Who we're, still with. we are still with. we're still with. We're still with. Beautiful, <laughs> wonderful that, ladies. Uh, it's a Louisville. Louisville. Yeah, like, do these two ladies know each other? Yeah, like okay. they were they were friends and they were friends the same coalition that was there. Yeah. Okay. So and then uh, I think Forecastle is an awesome festival. It's an by the amazing way. festival. Coalition it's really cool. So uh, I'm pretty sure at least your your Knoxvilleian listeners probably are familiar with me at least by name or by sight i've been in the beer scene here in knoxville since 2013 yeah we worked at black horse for a long time served tables brewed beer bartended did i did not cook food it's the only thing i've never done at black horse is cook food um sold beer for them uh helped them put on the brawny beer fest last year just a real passion for beer loves love the stuff uh so, so through the ladies that we met, we became good friends mm -hmm. uh, through his relationship to the beer industry via Black Horse. We became business partners. Yeah. Oh, cool. So then. Uh, so did you help throw Brawny Beer Festival? I did then? not. Okay. I, I was no part of that. I wouldn't. I can't say I am. But Scott did. Yeah. So I remember that. Yes. Yeah. So talked about it last last yeah. year on the podcast and mm -hmm. the Brawny Beer Fest. I was here. As, I was here to watch that. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was witnessing. As uh, the sales rep, ooh, there it went. Um, <laughs> as being the sales rep, events, <laughs> PR, everything under the sun that had to do with putting Black Horse out there in the public. Uh, Black Horse put on a beer festival last year, the, the Brawny Beer Fest. It was in December. It was there to showcase winter seasonals. Um, and Black Horse couldn't do that festival this year because they're currently moving their brewery from knoxville to alcoa which is a big deal a maybe a hellacious oh, yeah. adventure yeah, i've seen some of the um, social media so lan and i got together that, so. and we we're like well let's do the brawny beer fest you know you guys obviously don't have the time to do it we want to do it landon you know he wanted we he has been craving an event to do an event here in knoxville yeah, it's all about and i love beer too. festivals i love putting on beer festivals i love like last year organizing it, it was just a blast and it was ex exhilarating and you get to hang out with your friends and see cool people doing cool stuff. Um, but Brawny Beer Fest is going to happen. So Landon and I, we were like, well, let's just do our own. Yeah, we came, 
we came to a realization that we really had all the tools at our disposal to uh, to put on an event that we wanted to do. And uh, you know, Brandon over there, Black Horse is so so awesome, like so straightforward, and he helped us out a lot. And he is like he's going to be a part of this uh, this event we're doing with uh, some of the beer that Black, Black Horse is going to bring a beer, uh, right? Yeah, I mean. You're forcing that hand, right, Scott? I am Scott? forcing that hand. <laughs> uh, no, but Brandon is great. And I will get a barrel from their cold dead hand. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, uh, we'll sell no, you No, Black some Horse hand. is obviously in participating because the, the genesis of the warm-up is Brawny Beer Fest. Yeah, right. It's a, yeah. it's a child of uh, the, the Brawny thought. And it's kind of, it's, uh, it's evolved really from that, being that uh, Brawny is going to be more of a dedicated uh, winter beer fest where ours... Uh, some of the and some of the main driving factors of this is we wanted to have rare, unique, local, not not readily available at Food City or Kroger or anything like that beers uh, available in a more intimate and smaller format. Uh, stuff you've not necessarily ever had before. Not uh, in some in some ways stuff you won't get to try again. Uh, just uh, kind of appeasing the inner beer nerd in a lot of people. Mm. Um, but that's, that's not to say that it's limited, limited to a winter seasonal aspect like mm-hmm. a winter beer festival uh, is. And yep. also the timing. You know, there's, uh, there is not a single uh, beer, beer festival in Knoxville in that time, mm-hmm. uh, in that time of year. So yep. we, it, it opens a scope up to where we can invite people to be really creative as far as the brewers go. We can do something uh, on an intimate level, like a smaller level, that brewers can participate more. The ratio, you know, your wife is a teacher. Uh-huh. Uh, the ratio, it's all about the ratio of teacher to student. Yeah. Uh, the <laughs> ratio of brewer to consumer at the beer festival is so much lower yeah. at this event. It's going to be much more intimate. There's going to be much more knowledge that's passed around. It's uh, hopefully going to be a really infectious environment as far as learning goes. That's yeah. cool. That's really like, cool. Like going back to a music festival, like a forecastle. Uh, that's right, Forecastle. Forecastle, yeah. Forecastle, yeah. Like, like that, like that. Those, those are great, and like you could see a lot of bands and stuff like that. But also seeing, a, we were talking about the outpost, to like a local small venue, and seeing mm-hmm. a band there is there's something just there's so something in the in air. air. Yeah, there's something special about it, and how like at a, at a small venue, a small festival, you did you did be more up and personal with the. The people behind the table, and and maybe even have a chance to have a longer shoot that guitar player. Maybe yeah. it's standing next to you at the yeah. next show. Yeah, you they, know stuff yeah. like, and that's yeah. what for this. I mean, it's going to be at the Emporium, the corner of Jackson and Gay Street, which I'm sure heart of downtown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right downtown. Great location, known for it because it's an art gallery. Yeah, so they typically do higher end events, weddings, definitely first Friday things with really fantastic art, but. It's going to be a great setting for a beer festival. Are you telling me that beer is an art? Beer is an art. <laughs> Heck yeah, it is. Uh, that was a good segue. It was a good segue. Self-plug there. Um, board. So yeah, <laughs> it's going to be at the Emporium, which will lend itself to this kind of intimacy. Mm-hmm. You know, between consumer and brewer, or consumer and beer employee, or, you know, industry person, because it's going to be small. I mean, there's not going to be more than 500 tickets sold. Yeah, not not even. So uh, we got 20 breweries there. They each bring two people. That you know, we got 60 or so people. That's not how math works. 40 people hanging around 400 people. 
So, and they're going to hopefully be on the well, other side of the table, in, yeah. hanging out. One in 10 people will be uh, estimated, I guess, what yeah. you, with your math over there. One in 10 people will be a part of the industry, if one not more. 20 people? Yeah, because, yeah. Uh, I mean, shoot, you and I have gotten to know so many people, and uh, well, yeah. mainly through you. Uh, and y'all two are going to be there, though. Yeah. So it's going to be yeah. like 1.025 people are going <laughs> to. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, yeah. it's going to be a great environment. It's going to be a great culture. There's going to be a great VIP experience, which we haven't even talked about yet. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Um, I was talking to you at, at the, the Cabo. Yeah. It's like, that there's so many. Super fun. Yeah. There's so many people, like so many festivals, like you, you, um, Buy the they spend the extra money for the VIP, then you then you get the VIP and you're like, why did I spend this extra money? Yeah, that sounds like there's going to be a bang for your buck. I mean, I don't here. I, I've never been like I said, like I started with when I was explaining what I did previously. Uh, I've five or four four or five years ago, I, I've been an event that I've been a part of where I looked around and I thought, man, this is mm, I'm not I'm not delivering the pro I'm not a part of delivering the product I want to deliver. And it's like, it's a very much like, I'm a kind of person that if I'm talking to you one-on-one, -on -one, hopefully Scott can vouch for me. Hopefully after this goes off, he's not like, he's lying. But uh, <laughs> I think that I'm the kind of person where if I can help, you don't, hopefully you don't even have to say that you need help. I'm already going to be that person that wants to go out of their way to do yeah. what you need. Uh, and that's, he's that's, anticipating my needs. Hopefully that, I'm anticipating people's needs. Yeah. That, it's going to be a real good test. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I, I've always kind of prided myself on trying to take care of other people the way that they may not even know. Yeah. Uh, so as far as the VIP experience and giving people a worthwhile product, that's really important to me. I mean, that's, it's very important to me. And I mean, we can talk about a couple things, I guess that, yeah, I mean, the VIP experience VIP. is really exciting. It's going to be really cool. So, uh, we're in a kind of a fluid state as far as it's going to, uh, it may be one restaurant, it may be two, or it may be four restaurants that go in together as far as their chefs and making a brewery uh, chef pairing. Mm. And uh, the VIP experience is going to start two hours before the rest of the uh, GA, GA audience gets there. So you're going to come in, you're going to get a... Four-course uh, meal. Yeah, four uh, four-course uh Pairing. I'm not. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to go so overboard as to call it a meal. I, probably four hors d'oeuvre, uh, hors d'oeuvre and sample style pairings. Yeah. And really, it could be. It could be a bottle beer. At this point, it could be rare bottle. It could be uh, something exclusive. What I know is it's going to be exclusive. Uh, it's not going to be something that GA gets to participate in as far as the beers that are involved. Mm -hmm. uh, so and the food that's involved. Yeah, yeah, that food that's involved too. It's going to be a custom set of. Uh, like I said, obviously I'm wearing out the word pairing, but going to be a custom set of pairings that are uh, tailored just for the beers that they're going with. So yeah. we're uh, we're actually Lauren is uh, Lauren, my girlfriend, the one that we met at Fort, Full Circle. Forecastle. Uh, yes, Forecastle Lauren is uh, going to be the one that's curating the experience, and we're talking to a couple different restaurants around town, a couple different chefs around town to try to make a really awesome experience. Also. The fact that you get to come early and get get a part of those beers. We said earlier, this is a really low attendance. Uh, this is intimate. Mm -hmm. uh, I guess uh, intimate is probably a more uh, yeah, polished. I've been using that word way too much lately. Word <laughs> for low attendance. What, 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 sparks me, what makes me, when you hear, hear your joke, makes me, makes me happy. Oh, go go ahead. ahead. No, I was going to say, when, when you say low attendance, 
I mean, I, I'm assuming what you what you're really getting at is it's going to be a more intimate event. Yes, it's going to be a um, maybe low attendance, maybe not the right way to say it, but it's going to be a more exclusive event mm-hmm. because yeah, yeah. and not I, exclusive in accessibility, but exclusive in that. We can't sell 3,000 tickets. Yeah, low, right. it's low attendance relative, or low numbers relative. I, I shouldn't say attendance. That, that in, uh, invokes that I'm saying it's not going to be participated very well in. But relative to the yeah. numbers, thank you for jogging me. Uh, <laughs> relative to the numbers that some larger outdoor beer festivals get in Knoxville area, it's going to be, like you said, exclusive, intimate. Uh, it's going to be special. It's going to be. Yeah. You're going to be bumping elbows with brewers. Yeah. Like, yeah. Also, what makes me happy with this festival is that I don't think if this festival would have been possible to do ten years ago, five years ago, no. because you wouldn't have, you don't, you don't probably, you probably don't have the the number of brewers in town to put it on, and you probably don't have the number of restaurants and and, and probably chefs that would do something like that. Two so. things, uh, well, three things, I guess. I I agree with you in a sense of Knoxville, and two, the second point. That's so awesome about yeah. Knoxville. Exactly. <laughs> we, have, we have the equipment as far as the breweries and yeah. the boutique restaurants yeah. and the demand and people love the culture has developed so much in the last decade. The third thing I was going to say is as far as outside of Knoxville and the cities that did lo- did start what I guess is a craft beer revolution, you, you could uh, very well say that this is what they were trying to do 10 years ago is bring people together to talk and to have unique or rare beers. That was what it was all about. Uh, we've kind of, well, I, w- I won't say completely lost sight. What was that? What could that have been? I don't know um, if it's that we've, we, I don't know that, that it's ever gone away, but because we have so many local craft breweries yes. that are here now, the, the, the incentive, the incentive for a bottle share just isn't there the way it used to be. Um, I mean, it still exists. I mean, I, I know last time we bumped into you all was at the Kaaba bottle mm-hmm. share mm-hmm. Um, for their for their holiday party. But even that, people were there reminiscing about, oh, well, it's not like it used to be because to get good beer, you don't have to travel as far anymore. You don't. You mm-hmm. just have to go to the local the brewery down the street. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. which I love. I mean, that's... Absolutely. Uh, or, I mean, heck, because Knoxville has become such a, a beer hub... Even the bottle shops have a better selection. I mean, we're getting, oh, we're drinking. Right, right. We got Orpheus on the table right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two years ago, Orpheus, you couldn't get out of Georgia. Right. Now we got it right here, and it's one of like, in my, I, I mean, I'm not the biggest, I don't know much about Georgian beer, but Orpheus is delicious. I think mm. I have them. It's really dang good. I don't think I've had Orpheus actually. So Shoot, I opened the wrong thing. Though. Oh man. Yeah, I haven't or had this either. So okay. just keep drinking whatever we got. Out of uh, uh, Alabama. Hmm. Oh man, Alabama's brewing some. Oh gosh, um, say that Alabama is brewing some good beer. Um, you can pretend you're saying a different state okay. if it makes it feel better. Yeah. Makes it feel. Better. I have. I'm, I'm looking. See the city. Through, <laughs> through my work, um, I have a rep in my work, um, a beer rep in my work that, um, um, or a flooring rep in my work that owns a brewery. So every time what? he, yeah, he's a he works what brewery. I'm seeing River. Oh, the, this right here. So every so every time he comes in and checks on, make sure that our product, our flooring product as well, he's he's he realized that I, I'm the craft beer guy at the store, so he brings me a so he brings you some special special so yeah. yeah we're drinking uh, yeah. the Singing River, Ghost, Bridge, Imperial Stout, nine point six percent. That makes sense. 
<laughs> and it's good. I mean, that's something real I've good. never had before. I just poured uh, it in my glass and didn't look at it. So you reading that, I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes sense given what I'm tasting. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's some of the, yeah, that's some of the trouble of it these days is there's so many things going on in the beer community and just the industry the culture is kind of just budding and going crazy. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, that being said, that's a good thing, but you want with uh, what we're doing, we want people to come in and try something and also get to talk to someone or bump shoulders, as uh, Scott likes to say, bump elbows with someone that had a hand in the curation of that product. Right. And that's something that's really difficult to go and do at an event where, say, five or 6,000 people yeah. are walking around. Yeah. Uh, even, if it's, even if it's talking to the person behind the table, uh, some of those larger events, they, uh, you don't necessarily get that chance I mean, because it's a very, very hustle-bustle. And with, even with my increased role that I've had over the years at Brewfest, mm-hmm. I mean, we still have volunteers. And, 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 then you, and, and I'm, I'll be volunteering. And, and I mean, I, like I said, I've never claimed this while they're hum, the Humble Beer Podcast. I never claimed to know everything about beer. But I like to at least know what I'm, what I'm pouring. Yes. And so e- even if I have to do a quick Google, Google search, 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 yeah. search, Google search of what I'm pouring and, and, and get some flavor notes of it, I want to be able to speak knowledgeable about it. You want to be able to identify yeah. something about it. And, and when you taste it next time, you and, want to be able to and know, go back make to that, it. And make that connection with that person that might be at the, the beer, the, this festival for the, for the first mm-hmm. time. So, but this, with this festival, everybody's going to be way more knowledgeable than a Google search. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, with, uh, I guess, we, we got to talk about the VIP part of it with that tasting. And there's also going to be, uh, I know that the VIP is going to get a uh, coat check. at uh, One thing I've experienced with winter beer events, if there's not a coat check, yeah. people are holding their scarves, they're holding their jackets, they're holding oh, their gosh, this yeah. and that and the other. Yeah. I was one of those, uh, or a victim of that. I think I lost a scarf last year at a winter beer festival. What was the, uh, the superlatives for... Um Kaba, should we? Oh. <laughs> um, the, the, do you remember that? The, the, I don't. The Kaba meeting. I yeah. wasn't there. I, I think, I think they walked that. in after yeah. that. Uh, Zach did some superlatives for. Uh, uh, okay. And he said, like the what was the the number one restaurant to, or the number one brewery likely to find a, a Patagonia jacket in the lost and found. Balt, yeah. Balter. Was it Balter? <laughs> yeah. What yeah. Was yeah. It was Balter. Yeah. The, the number, they, one, number one brewery to find two jackets in the Lost and Found was Elmont. Uh, <laughs> okay, it was like, Elmont no, was one of those <laughs> yeah. jokes. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was funny. <laughs> it was good. It was uh, good. Zach did a good job on this. Yes, yeah. he did. Ran into him just yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. But Let's anyway, see, they, but yeah, like like you said, losing things at beer festivals are not, is not hard to do. So, so now where is this festival going to be held? We, we're talking a lot about what's going to happen, how it's going to look. So it's like, going to be. Where is it going to be? At the Emporium, corner of Jackson and Gay Street, Ooh. downtown. Oh, that's going to be different. Yeah. In a good way. That's really good. Cool. We're yeah. over this already. Jeez. Jeez. Christ. Okay. Well, uh, that no, same day, uh, if, if, well, I mean, anybody who knows uh, that 100 block of Gay Street or Gay Street in general, they have done or heard of or seen Mardi Gras happen. Ah, this is the same day of Mardi Gras. So oh. Mardi Gras is going to happen. And Can't bring your dog. Don't bring your dog. Do not bring. House. Yeah, don't bring your dog. Gosh. No dog. spoon. I would love. I would love. To, maybe next year. Maybe. But beer uh, dog festival. <laughs> beer and dog. We are. Yeah. We've come up. Uh, Peeking the brain. So it's on the same day as Mardi Gras, which is also they do the parade downtown. Um, uh-huh. It's centered on Market Square. So we're just. What a block north of that on the 100 block, mm-hmm. 
Great parking opportunities. But that, Jackson what day is Street, this? March second. March Saturday. It's a Saturday. Saturday. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, and then the Emporium. It's an underrated aspect to this event. If, if our <laughs> listeners haven't been in, it's a great space. Yeah. It is an art studio, so we're going to be, it's got two levels. It's got an upper level, it's got a lower level. The beer festival is going to be on the lower level. We're going to have a couple beer stations. So rather than your traditional setup for a beer festival where every brewery has a table, your rep is chained to their table and their brand, really, they're forced to mill around in the well, like in general population. Yeah, those aristocrats are gonna be hanging out with the plebes. Oh, yeah. from, from all the conversations that Scott and I have had, that's something they desire. That's yeah. something that they want to be a part of. They uh the the hustle uh, the the grind of mm. a summer on a market beer rep, uh, a single market's beer rep. If that market has any events at all, and if you've lived in Knoxville, then you know that the, the event market here is outrageous. Mm -hmm. There's something going on twice a weekend, if not yeah, every I mean, weekend. I always, there's something. I always, I always joke. Once, once um, was it? Uh, um, it's uh, rhythm and blooms. Rhythm, yeah, off. yeah. Oh no, actually blooms. now it's, now it's big, ears. big ears. Yeah. Oh yeah. But once big ears hit, it's like festivals, festivals every it's single a weekend. It's a music festival. It's an arts festival, festival. and like yep. beer. Yeah, it's like so starting or another every yeah. single weekend. Until if you're single and you don't go any of those events, you're not going to find a date. Yeah. You, you got to go to the, You got to participate in the event culture. You're just the yeah. out man. Yeah. But okay. uh, that you know that that's a great aspect of this event is that. Uh, it invites people to come in and be able to, you know, uh, to talk and yeah. to bump shoulders with the, all those people that are part of this culture that is such, I mean, the circle of breweries, the circle of people that are involved in those breweries in Knoxville. I mean, it's Knoxville's the size and that culture is the size that I can go in and say, there's a great amount of great people. Shoot. Yeah. I anticipate half the people buying tickets I'm already gonna know on a first name basis. Yeah. You probably will, yeah, because it's Knoxville. Yeah, and like I know, really, I mean, the only other Winter Beer Fest going on right now is the Tennessee Winter Beer Fest happened in February. In town, shout out, which is Tennessee Winter oh, yeah. Beer Fest is awesome. a fantastic oh, festival. I wait, love it. But probably the only thing they don't have going for is it's in Townsend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's got a great call. It's, it's a fantastic <laughs> spot. It, it is. You can't fully experience Tennessee Winter Beer Fest even if you don't stay. Correct. Right. You, you have to get the whole thing. Then you know that yeah. that, that oh, year yeah. we went up with Zach in the brew tours bus was pretty awesome. <laughs> well, I mean, so you, but you didn't have to worry about driving. <laughs> yeah. Sounds right. But, well, that's what I'm saying. As long as you don't have to worry about yeah. driving, it's an incredible experience. Yeah. Sounds the like we're about to set up Airbnb. The best year that, I, that was the best. Was one. that when we had the truck pulled out? Yeah. In the hotel room. Yeah. Yeah, I think the after party was at my hotel room. Yeah. <laughs> I think like they just started saying, pulling I, six barrels from mm -hmm. random spots and So I sang happy, happy it was my, on my wife's birthday that year. I sang happy birthday to my wife 17 times. Yes. You probably only remember <laughs> Obviously three of them. you weren't counting. <laughs> well, and then next year, well, last year we didn't go because of Avit. Yep. Dang. Dang babies. Come <laughs> early. Yeah, come early. They'll get you. Yeah. Yeah. Our, yeah, the, by, uh, by the way, th um, shout out to uh, Miss Bahar. Yes, for um, to, for taking care of Ava. Oh, that's right. Not only Ava, but but my son Aiden as well. Oh man, two, two parts of the triple A. Yeah, triple A. We we have our what what we have endearingly called our Black Horse crew. Yes, because yeah. of how frequently we go to Black Horse on Sunday nights. Um, <laughs> we have we we had another one, Andrew born mm -hmm. twelve hours after Aiden. So it's Ava, Aiden. 
and Andrew now. The Brew Babies. The AAA Boys. Oh, <laughs> Which, yeah. And that's how I met you, Chris. Yeah. Like, I knew DJ. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. Because I have to, the abridged story. DJ, one of the first no. people I met in Knoxville. He was my neighbor. That's we drank good. beer. It was awesome. Go back and listen to the Sugar Mamas episode. Next, next yes. song. Um, but yeah, I met Chris. I met you through you coming in the Black Horse every Sunday. That's right. Y'all would come in and I was serving tables. Well, well did we meet there first or did we meet at, um, did we meet at the Sugar Mamas I, podcast? It would have been serving tables because yeah. I wasn't doing anything in the market for Black Horse. Before I like, I was already serving tables there. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. You okay. had known him. I remember. I remember yeah. you being a server there. Yep. You've met him. I think you had met like, him. This before guy's then. pretty cool. I hope I get to know him better. <laughs> Y'all have me in my feelings. R.I.P. Sugar Mamas. Oh, well, mm. it's changed. Still, uh, yeah, they're morphing. Is something is something coming back? I'm actually like the the so, I guess something will go back there, but mm-hmm. I'm actually very uh, jealous. But I've been meaning to. to uh, Wait, what, what? What is this now? Green? I have not heard the official. Uh, there's there's Sorry, a Facebook we're, we're page totally and everything. So no, I don't fine. think uh, there's a yeah. Facebook page and everything. So I don't think I'm announcing okay. everything. But but it's um, oh, there's a Facebook page for uh, the, the Knoxville Winter Warm Up. The Winter Warm Up yeah, is a Facebook page. Oh, yeah. yeah, it does. And Instagram slash slash Knoxville Winter Warm Up. All right. Yeah. But anyway, the Greenhouse <laughs> Brewing Company. Yeah. If there's a Facebook page for that. You can go like it. But anyway, it's the it's the whole. It's basically what they're doing is. The Floranthropub. Okay, well, there you go. I said it. I yeah, said it. Heard, heard the Floranthropub. I just said it. Oh, I, it out there. I just said it without stuttering. Boom. That's for you first. know. You know who's in on this, right? Yeah. Oh. Besides Mike McConnell. Who? You? Well, no, not me. I'm not in on it. Don't give away any trade secrets, Scott. I, I helped some folks shake hands and howdy and get this ball rolling. Huh? Mm. Mr. Matt Halter. Matt Halter. Mr. Matt Abrahamson. Oh, did it not? Oh, there yeah, you go. Man. So, uh, oh, okay. That makes me that okay. Are we gonna have to cut this out? No, we have no, no. Okay. 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 He's, he's another I was just old about friend. to ask. Okay, that. okay. Because okay. um, <laughs> sometimes to, investors are a little, you know. I, I don't no, even I mean, think it's so. He's he's one of the brewers. Oh, and it's, oh. it's one of his dreams to open a brewery. Uh, he wears a bucket on his head every time he brews, so nobody knows. Years yeah. years ago, <laughs> I, I went to a Flanthrop pub. I right. think it was in D.C. or and I, I went. To, I visited one. And basically, the way the, the pub was set up was, and I've always wanted to own my own pub one day. That's that's been that's been a common drinking dream of mine. Like yes, I, you do, I, DJ. I, 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 when I when I start drinking, I start dr- building my own pub in my head, and I tell everybody that I'm talking about my, my favorite pub. When I you did last week at the cop yeah, meeting. Exactly. <laughs> that's <laughs> it, that, that's why it's uh, exactly Goldfinch it's, pub. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, so but I, I've been to a philanthropic pub. I said it twice. Yes. Uh, there's a third time. Yeah, there you go. So anyway, anyway, don't, don't risk it. Just keep talking. <laughs> exactly. But it's it's basically it's a pub that like every every night there's a different charity that sponsors the, and I think that's what they're kind of they're going for. But it's going for more of a full disclosure. Per- I just realized what you meant when you said philanthropub. It's it's a, <laughs> but, it, but this but this one I think what they're doing. But it, we need to have Mike on. To, to verify yeah, this. Yeah, y'all should we do. But I think it's do. going to be a great episode. Yeah, yeah. Mike, yeah. Mike, I, would, I, get, I would love to you and Mike that are in the so. running for, <laughs> for top. Actually, I remember now, you, you were also in our um, Brewfest episode, not for 2018, for, for 2017, because Mike the was one of the hosts, yeah. the parking lot year. Yeah, but um, anyway. 
But that's cool. That's, that's cool. all what I've always wanted to do. I was always want to own a pub, and I've and, and again, again, just buy me a few beers, uh-huh. and I will start telling you about my my dream. I've and I, will, I have I will heard be, your dream since yeah. well before the podcast. Yeah, so <laughs> so it's like you know how people like when they when, when they buy the lotto ticket, they build, they build the air castle of like mm-hmm. they talk about their golden toilet and the and the tiger mm-hmm. they're going to own. Me, I talk when I after a few beers talk about I just, your pub. I just talk about the yeah. pub. Mine's totally built, and my air castle. In that paradigm, yeah. my air castle has events like this. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's beer There's festivals. your segue. It's, can, can, we, can we verify <laughs> if there's going to be a bouncy castle? Speaking of air castles. Uh, I can guarantee you that there will not be a bouncy castle. <laughs> I wouldn't think so. In the middle of Gay Street, there will not. Oh, yeah, darn. <laughs> On the Gay Street Bridge, there will just be not <laughs> full of bouncy castles. Right. Well, speaking of philanthropubs, um, mm. you there. Th- this is not just about getting people together to drink beer in the middle of March. I mean, we could we could do that at any pub in Knoxville if we yes. wanted to. But this is for a good cause as well. Tell us a little bit about that. So we uh, actually, it's a funny story, and I'll begin with the story, and I'll end with how we're helping out. Uh, the story began with us wanting to name the event. Wanting to name the event. Uh, what was it? Winter warmer. The we winter wanted, warmer. Yeah, we wanted to name it winter warmer. And then uh, as we got down the line, it was a kind of a problem of mine that I needed to uh, I needed to have done my due diligence. So I didn't. And turns out that Nourish Knoxville, a great nonprofit that I actually I did not even know that I actually participated in. Uh, they do all of the farmers markets in Knoxville during the summer on the Market Square. Oh, really? They do yeah, uh, Nourish Knoxville again. Uh, nonprofit uh, that also does the winter markets. I think they're going to have one this weekend. In fact, it's mm-hmm. the, maybe the last one of the year. Um, they are having their uh, a fundraising dinner at uh, the Standard. I got to give them a little plug, you know, because yeah, you yeah. got to help out. Uh, they're having a fundraising dinner here in well, yeah, just before. It's I think it's March, of February, February twenty sixth or February. It's the Saturday, last Saturday in February, and it is right around the corner from where we're doing our event. That's called the winter warmer. So we got together and we talked about it. And we, you know, obviously very super nice people on that side. And I, you know, Scott and I try to be nice to everybody. <laughs> but, uh, but we talked about it for a while. And what we came to is that I, we were, Scott and I were constantly looking at this point in time. We were looking for someone to be a part of it in a nonprofit role. Cause it's, I mean, we're, we're about that kind of thing. I don't, yeah. I don't know how to say that other than that is it's a necessary thing yeah you know, it's just, important to give back you can help help i mean that's that's a that's a guiding principle for anybody listening so indeed if you yes. can help help and uh one thing with that you know we got together we talked we uh discussed i wanted to find out what they were all about once i learned what they were all about i was all on board and that's when we came to a conclusion that uh uh, a percentage of the profits would go to uh, Nourish Knoxville, and you know every ticket sold, a couple of dollars are going to go to Nourish Knoxville. Nice. Um, and so you said they run the. I didn't realize this. They run the farmers market. Then? Yes, yeah. they are. Uh, their mission statement. Oh goodness, Charlotte, forgive me. Uh, their mission <laughs> statement is something like helping to support relationships between farmers, the community, and uh, local produce, local produce farmers, something. like they're, they connect uh, more than just lower socioeconomic classes with uh, people, uh, fresh food, yes. uh, farm-raised uh, farm, farm food. Wow. 
uh, some some of it's farm food as opposed to you know uh, gray out of a box. Thank you. Can yeah. somebody yeah. just throw me a yeah. bone we're here? On the, we're keeping you on the outside grown. of the grocery store. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Nothing coming out of a box. Local, they, fresh. So they help out folks that are in, nutritional you know, uh, traditional farmers market food deserts getting fresh produce. Yes, Green stuff. Cool. Produce. Very cool. The word I'm looking for. Yes, a part of each ticket goes to help out nourish help uh, help them continue to. Uh, you know, do spread some the great food love things. Spray, spread the food love. Spread the the nutrition because support local farmers. You could get them. me on an entirely different diatribe. Don't get about, me started on bok choy. <laughs> you said Is that a good some, thing or a bad thing? You have some bok choy because I do like bok choy. No, it's a good thing. Okay, um, it might be the best green. Let's grill some bok choy. I yeah, yeah, I'm all about Sharp. that. Mm. But yes, uh, <laughs> Nourish Knoxville. Yeah. Uh, check them out. It's yeah. Nourish Knox or yeah, nourishknox.org is their website that is they and some incredible people running that thing too working their butts off that that's that's really neat and so so they're i guess they're taking a percentage of the proceeds mm-hmm. that come from the farmers market using it in nourish knocks and then of course this event will go back or pr- portion of the proceeds will go back to them as well yes which yeah. is really awesome um with that said um are you i know you mentioned um bringing in local um the VIP event, bring in you know local chefs to pair foods. Are the ingredients going to come from um, sources that are local? Are they going to be Nourish Knox centric? Now, so it, that you can make it full circle. I'm looking into this full circle thing. I've actually I had a conversation yesterday awesome. with uh, not the proprietor, but uh, one of the mainstays at one of the restaurant, one of the uh, uh, higher level employees at one of the restaurants that I'm trying to work with. We're being a little um, tight-lipped about the restaurants and chefs because that's fine. It's still it's, not dialed it's still in, fluid. Yes, but there's a there's, yeah, yeah. It's I can well, tell Bali you. Well, Bali E in there. I know I'm using code, but I'm yeah, scared. you're gonna have to explain this. I'm not a wind talker. Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm, I'm, maybe, list, I'm just I'm just a fan. Yeah. Uh, no, we. Uh, I would love to talk about it. But because we don't have any solid commitments. And no, 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 yeah, I, I get it. Like, no, don't, don't talk about yeah, it. We're, we're really early in this entire process, but we're going to have some awesome stuff going on as far as the food pairings. And yes, uh, I actually, I talked to someone. I have not talked to someone at Beardsley Farm. I've <laughs> talked to someone about Beardsley Farm okay. in the last couple of days. And that's going to be some communication that I'm actually you know going to instigate in the next few days. And I would love to have a full circle uh what my what the uh provided yes what nourish yeah feeding the folks helping nourish knox that full oh goodness that would just that that's a part of my what did you call it dj what kind of castle Um, air castle Castle. yeah that'd be a part of my air castle community Hmm. near my air castle uh pilgrimage area so if anyone just listened to some audible sighs yeah, I don't We're know. drinking the 10W40. It's delicious. By High Wire Brewing Company, which delicious. I love High Wire Brewing Company. It's an imperial yeah. stout brewed with coffee, chocolate, and vanilla. Sorry. It's really tasty. All right. Hey, um, local. what is 10W? What does that mean? What does that mean, huh? Uh, I mean, it's a, it's a weight of oil. Thank you. So it must be a play on the fact that you can't you can't see through it. No, you really can't. And it kind of tastes guys, real thick like the stuff. I got to test my friends. I'm here to be a contrarian. So I'm just making sure. Just making sure. <laughs> so what the, just wanted to let you know that um, I went to my friend um, Ian Finnery. Um, he's from Manchester, England. I don't know why I just said that, say that because he's from Manchester and 
I love everything from Manchester. Yes, you do. Yeah. Do and, they brew good beer in Manchester? Uh, the product, uh, well, you know, the product of Manchester is, or I'm sorry, the product of Manchester, the cream of Manchester. Y- you? You're cream the cream of Manchester? The cream of Manchester. Bald Eaton's. Really? Yeah. Ah. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Manchester. Boom. I had a pint of that in Nashville Trivia. not even three days yeah, ago. Um, is it the cream of Manchester for Man U and Man City, though? Uh, well, it has the worker bee on it, which is the si- <laughs> the, sim- the, the city symbol. Uh-huh. So I don't think Man-, Man City fans really work that much. Anyway, and so <sighs> I had to do a, well, well, they had like, it was a their Christmas party and they, and they, they, they've turned into wonderful beer snobs. And uh, but they were doing taste testings, and you had to do an that we did an IPA testing and a pal testing in and, Manchester. No, no, and at their party. Oh, okay. I have to say that he's from Manchester because it it's, it I, it just makes me happy that so I. So you guys are doing a beer tasting? Yeah, and I'm Bottle horrible share. at it. And I was like, it's, it was the most humbling experience ever because because I got all the different ones wrong because I way overthink it. What do you mean? Like it was a mystery? Yeah. Oh. Uh, were you supposed to name the style of the beer? Yeah, or we had no. It was pals, and you had to name the beer. Oh, and you knew okay. what you knew what beers you had to select from. I see. I'm reading. I'm sniffing what yeah, you're stepping. And I in. was like, and and the thing is, they had to do it halfway through the night after I already had like six um, bearded irises, and I'm like, I have to decide what this is after my palate's red. Right? Exactly. So that's my that was my excuse. My wow. brain is numb. It was. <laughs> I'm, I'm loving this can, but, by the way, the 10 W40 because it says contains alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> do not put this in your car. Do not oh. do not try to lubricate doors with. Yeah. with no, uh, it might work though. It's creamy. Yeah, I know. It's super creamy. Mm, cream Some of man. Delicious oh. libations. The independent craft brewers so. I mean, I, I'm, I'm Social it lubricant up. is what yeah. that is. Social uh, lubricant. <laughs> yeah, I Anyways, mean, so yes. we're gonna warm up. Yeah, let's let's wrap this a little bit. Yeah. Let's just uh, give them what they need Mark to know. Excited. March second. Yeah. Tell the people what they at want the Emporium. Uh, check out our Facebook page for yeah. the winter warm up. And that and that website is again facebook.com slash well, yeah facebook.com slash Knoxville Winter Warmer or Knoxville Winter Warmer dot com. Warm up. Warm up. Winter warm up. Did I say something you said different? Warmer. warmer. Oh dead gum. I've drank too much of this motor rule. <laughs> so we, we had our Knoxville our, Winter Warm Up. Yeah, so if you follow the Facebook page, that's where you're gonna see a lot more live news updates. And but on the website, which you can Oh, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter. We're going to be announcing breweries. We're going to be announcing beers that are going to be there, unique, rare stuff. Yep, so follow all the social media for the most Mm up-to-date. If you go to the website, I don't know, Google Knoxville Warner Warm-Up, we've got an Eventbrite page on there, or you can buy tickets from the Facebook page. Uh, uh, you're going to be able to buy tickets day of on-site if you need to. Uh, you know, if you want to do that whole wait of the day thing, that that stresses me GA, out, but that's cool. GA is forty-five. <laughs> yeah. GA is forty-five dollars. Yeah, GA or GA early bird is forty-five. That's what we're doing for. Uh, I think we're going to do that till mid-January or February. You know? Awesome. Uh, and then uh, VIP is seventy-five. Correct. Yep. VIP is seventy-five. That includes, you know, the, uh, the food, the food pairing, pairing, the getting in early to and try all those the beers. And also early access. So before the under that's under before most of the folks come in, you're gonna make your rounds first and try all the things you want to try before maybe they get tapped or blown. Yeah, and there's yeah. only gonna be seventy-five of those VIP tickets sold. So that's there. There already are uh, numbers sold yeah, on wow. the VIP tickets. So yeah. uh, so follow the social media accounts to see. All the beer releases are going to be coming out hot 
fresh. Oh, gosh. I'm Whew. so excited about getting these beers. I, it's so hard for me to not tell. Oh, wait. No, we said we were going to tell people uh, maybe a brewery or two that's involved. There you go. So uh, one of Knoxville's uh, newest breweries and one actually one of my up-and-coming favorite breweries, uh, Print Shop is going to be participating. Excellent. Print Shop yes. from South Knoxville. Woo! Oh, man. Down the they're, they're brewing some good stuff down there. Yeah. They are brewing fantastic stuff. Well, they're the host of the Cabo Christmas party that we've been peppering we've been this conversation yeah. with. Yes. Um, but yeah, newer brewery. Severe Ave. Kick, Go to it. This? Kick ass if you've not been to Print Shop, yeah. how dare so you? So they're going to be participating <laughs> and they're going to be brewing something special for us. Uh, we just got the confirmation... <laughs> Better out than in. It happens. There are two tubes that all this is supposed to go through air and liquid. The esophagus is the drinky and eaty one. Breathe. Print Shop is a great brewery. It's all good. It happens. No big deal. Wouldn't be live recording if I didn't choke on a beer. That's supposed to be smooth. What have we missed, man? Have we missed anything? We talked so. about VIP. We talked about the event. Talked about the dates. The date, March 2nd. Talked Please, about the prices. Pay, I'm, I am putting some blood, sweat, and tears into this Facebook campaign. Go uh-huh. like it. Yes. <laughs> Go yeah. like, like, follow, I've, share. I'm not crazy uh, about Facebook and about doing a lot of time on Facebook. Yeah. I'm doing this for y'all all this time on Facebook. Go and like it. Yeah. Go like it, and I'm going to work hard. I, f- I, f- I found out with all my promotional stuff that I do, which is not that much, but I do. <laughs> Mr. Mogul over here. Uh, I, do, I do several stuff. things promotional out there. I found out Twitter is so much easier to get people to, to, to retweet and follow and like and and yeah. and promote. And like it's like pulling teeth to get people to do stuff on Facebook for you. Oh, well, yeah. I don't Facebook know about varies that crap. Yeah. Like I think the stat is if you're sharing a social post as a business page, mm-hmm. your, your chance of being seen by your audience is Two to three percent without a paid promotion. What's wild is that they even limit the amount that you. I mean, I'm not saying that I'm putting any money towards it or putting a lot of money at all because I'm not. But the the amount of money that you can spend is is capped. Yeah, right? and it's not a lot. You can't yeah. if you want to. You couldn't spend. You know, you couldn't you couldn't take over by spending a certain amount of money, which is a good thing for them. It's I agree with the the sentiment of it. Uh, but locally, I think I think that our best, some of our best thing is to do this. Yeah, yeah. Know, talk about it and network about it uh, on on a real life medium. Absolutely. So, and thank you, thank you, by the way, yeah, for letting yeah, us come and awesome. hang out and talk Absolutely. and have a couple good beers. We got two more questions. Oh, oh yeah, we do, we do. Two more questions. Well, go ahead and ask. Well, first one is recommendations. Yes. Well, we, try to, we try to end the podcast now Ooh, with yeah. any recommendations you have, beer-wise, like people-wise, whatever. <laughs> taking something and yours. Any recommendations? I know we've been re- recommending the, um, the, the winter recommending. warm-up. Recommending. I want to go first. The warm-up. Oh, go for it, yeah. So what do you recommend? Rec- we might have two recommendations each. I don't know. I, just, I, I have something on my mind, and hey. I, I, when I, every year I spend three months out of the year traveling. Uh, for these fairs that I told you about at the beginning of the podcast, uh, I recommend Creature Comforts. Scott recommended them to me. The brewery? Yes. Oh, the brewery. Oh, 
I have not had a bad beer from Creature Comforts, oh and you hear, you hear Scott like taking a deep breath right now because <laughs> he's having a revelation. Just me speaking the name of it. A fresh he, Tropicalia is uh, like eating a Georgia peach, man. <laughs> it is oh wonderful. It is as Georgia as a Georgia peach. Yeah. Whew. All right. So you can you can make your suggestion. I'm gonna try to think of a genuine one, but I had to steal that from you. I'm sorry, it was wrong. Um, recommendations like no holds barred, whatever no holds I want. Dang, you can um, bring it in some real estate if you want to. We could. I could. Do, I'm, I could do. A, I could do a self plug. You know who I'm gonna recommend? Scott Cramon so and Fox and Fogarty. It's on. <laughs> we've been talking about the hundred block because of the Emporium. Uh-huh. I've been getting my hair cut by Cat Lewis. She started at Locks. She moved over to Barnes and Barnes. She's now at Culture on the 100 block in Gay Street. There you go. If you're looking for a great salon, go into Culture. It's good stuff. They do a great cut. I've known Kat for years. Ladies you and gentlemen. You can't see it, but it's a great hair. I know you can't see this, but I'm just, I've had so much trouble not scooting my chair closer so, and closer and uh, closer. I mean, the hands, that, Lewis, the hands haven't culture. always been yeah. on the table. I mean, no, that's for sure. <laughs> they haven't always been on top of the table. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, so beer fridge. What is, I guess that's the second question. What is in your beer fridge right now? Uh, my beer fridge is actually, I just moved into a new house in late October. Uh, well, I say I got into the house myself. I was out of, I was out, out in uh, Charlotte. My beer fridge is not. Bought a house, right? From, yeah, I bought a house from Scott Cram and Fox Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you very you much. Congratulations, first, <laughs> Scott, on the commission, I'm sure. My, my, my first house ever. It was an amazing experience with Scott Fogarty Fox. Scott, Scott, <laughs> Graham, if uh, my my fridge right now it's unfortunate. It's uh, well, no, it's got a, a special edition. Uh, wicked weed. There's a couple oh. wicked weeds in there right now that I cannot tell you the names of, but they are. I guarantee you, they're sour. <laughs> and Scott, you know, I'll, well, you I'll, can't go wrong with the I'll shoot yeah. you a message here real shortly because Scott's coming over. We're gonna have dinner, and we're gonna t- we're gonna have one of those so wicked weed yeah. beers. So I, there's a couple wicked weeds. There's like a an oatmeal porter in there that hadn't been drank yet, and mm. oh Highland oatmeal. Oh yeah, and then I think there's a rolling rock in there too. <laughs> I was gonna say I was laughing because like. If you listen to the episode from a year ago, my answer was pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> like, so I think I think I remember like, it was I, something I, like we should so, so splice it up, like like I did them both up beside beside each other. Entry, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't keep a beer fridge. Like I buy beers for the consumption at the moment. Yeah, I will buy things that I want, but they don't last long. Yeah, like, I don't have a stockpile. Like, um, so I think the last time it was like a year old. Miller High Life and some expired Black Horse beer. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, this time uh, I've been digging the New Heights, so I have a couple of New Heights Naval Gazers. See, super tasty, just clean, mm-hmm. two style Imperial Stout, so freaking tasty. And we have it on the table; we didn't crack it open, but in my fridge I also have the New Heights uh, Double Nothing Fancy, which is a double. Yeah. Imp- it's a Imperial Cream Ale, which is. Which is malt liquor without the marketing behind it. But it's <laughs> it's freaking tasty. It clean. It, it's got like sixty IBU, so it drinks super clean, especially for like ten billion percent alcohol. It's not really. It's like ten point yeah. two or something like that. But it's a fine beverage. No, we we interviewed uh, New Heights last year. That was part of our Nashville adventure. And Those guys are they're fantastic, yeah. and and every one of their beers is just delicious. And they and they laid out the. I mean, they they really rolled out the red car- carpet for That's us. Awesome. I think we we they, we had like how many like eight, 
10, something like that, (laughs) sample beers to go through while we interviewed them. It was fantastic. Sure. but yeah, no. The new language lights, and totally. words got real party at the end yeah. of that interview. <laughs> this beer belongs in Knoxville. So the last thing of the description, the last sentence says, "Nothing fancy, just got fancy." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna leave this with y'all to have. Well, so that's what's in my beer fridge. Some new heights. Landon's got some See, wicked when, weed when bottles. You're cool, yeah. When you're cool and popular like me, yeah, and you, um, you, you, you build your beer fridge just by having people over. Mm. Actually, I just beg people to come over. So you have just BYOB renegades. Yeah, and, and so yeah. I just get this smorgasbord of what, what I br- what I just brought you was uh, all this. Most of this stuff was purchased by other people, and they were left in my beer fridge. That's a treasure, DJ. <laughs> that is just a gift. So just bring people. You know what? It's bring, like it's like the freaking it's like the story of the Magi yeah. over here. So on just Christmas. invite people over. That are beer beer snobs, then you just get this smorgasbord of wonderful. You know beer. what the last leftover BYOB beer in my fridge was? <laughs> um, some <Wrong> strawberries <laughs> died in my fridge. So <laughs> I just invite DJ over, and those <laughs> beers that he has that he doesn't want end up in yeah, my yeah. fridge. I, I won't tell I won't tell the person's name, but I know somebody who works for Eagle, and they were I guess they were having a holiday thing or whatever. <gasps> And How they much were Bud just, Light Lime that you have in your fridge. No, they were just <laughs> they were giving away cases of Bud Light Orange. Oh, I was close. I was close. <laughs> and just like they were just giving away cases, and yeah. then like every, every employee got like six cases. I, oh, I hope I'm not giving yeah. away a secret that I shouldn't tell. But <laughs> but but they were like, DJ, do you want some of this? I'm like, ah, I'm good. I've got, I mean, I don't need it. Speaking of being well, good. Yeah, but anyway. Yeah. Landon, Scott, thank you guys for joining us. And again, yeah, that website is winterwarmup.com. Yeah, Knoxville no, Winter Knoxville. Warmup. And uh, just search Knoxville Winter Warmup. We're going to have uh, a lot of new things rolling out here really soon. Yeah. Well, guys, thank you all for joining us on the podcast. Thanks for having today. us. We, we've really, really enjoyed having you all here. And um, yeah, I guess um, with that said, this has been Chris Hill. This is DJ Lou. And remember to stay humble. And try new beer. Thank you guys. Humble Pod Production. Stay humble.